Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you are so welcome back to another video on NarcCon. Today, this video may be accompanied to the sound effects of my loyal companion snoring. So I hope that's in some way therapeutic. I'll let you see him there. I think you can see him in the background on his bed. So in any case, that's Remy. And we have, I believe, a very interesting take today on the whole narcissistic shamazzle. And I believe that in understanding this principle about the narcissist, this would be a secret, even unbeknownst to the narcissist, because a lot of these people, individuals are not aware of their narcissism and the motivators behind their behaviors. Some of them are. It doesn't mean that they are not responsible for what they do. They do know that some of these behaviours are apparent to us and are against the law, some of them, and are abusive. What they don't know, some of them, is what actually drives them and motivates these behaviours subconsciously. Having said that, a lot of people find it very difficult to get the narcissist out of their mind once the relationship has ended. A lot of people find it very difficult to actually extricate themselves from a relationship that's abusive and narcissistic, even though they know that they're being abused. So I'd really like to get into this topic today as it is, it comes up so very frequently with clients and it has actually come up today in a coaching session. So please bear with me at the beginning because the juicy bit is in the middle towards the end of the video because it's necessary to give this context in relation to understanding the concept. So the whole basis of the narcissistic personality disorder is that it is known in psycho psychological circles as a self-defense mechanism in order to protect the true self that never actually developed. And the narcissist forms this false, fake persona, like an imaginary friend who protects them, who they present to the world, who they add on bits to, like character traits, they copy from other people. Things they see that work, they learn to manipulate other people to get their needs met, to gain things in life, to gain status, to gain money, to gain character traits, to actually be able to maintain the mask which they need to survive. That's the way they've set themselves up. And in order for them to continue to control other people, they need to obtain money and power and status. And people's belief in them is one of the main things they need to maintain. Because if people believe in the mask, the mask is effective. The mask can control other people and therefore get the narcissist needs met, which is actually their lifeblood. It's their oxygen and their water and their food. Narcissistic 
supply. Without this, they totally crumble. They go into a desperate state. And a lot of them, unfortunately, will actually go on to commit suicide, which is another aspect of the evilness of the spiritual manifestation of narcissism notwithstanding the damage and destruction that they perpetuate upon others. So if we understand the dynamic behind narcissism and that the narcissist has to always appear or feel grandiose within themselves, the narcissism makes them, and this is crucial, the narcissism makes them feel that they're always right about everything, that they know more than other people and that they never do anything wrong. That is, in effect, how black and white it is. So they can never be held accountable because to do that punches a hole in the shield that is the narcissistic mask. So I hope that that precursor to the explanation of how you can free yourself finally from the hold, the grip, the inexplicable trauma bond that you have to the narcissist, which may be preventing you in part from escaping the relationship and in part from recovering from the relationship as you would grieve a normal relationship breakup. So this is the crux, guys. If you understand this, I promise you, and you take it to heart, make it make sense in your life and of your life, you will break the bond of the narcissist so much quicker than you could ever imagine possible. But it depends on your understanding of it, then your absolute belief in it, and then the action that you take to free yourself with this understanding. So what is it, Paula? What is this big secret? Okay, so we're going to take the unaware narcissist, the one that doesn't know that they're a narcissist, whose motivation comes from the narcissistic personality disorder in relation to their behaviours. The narcissist does not, you know, realize that they need narcissistic supply to survive cognitively, consciously, but they know what they need. They know what they're driven towards and they're driven towards taking things from you, being envious of you and needing your supply to survive. On a fundamental subconscious level, they know that they need you and they need you badly. And the things that they need to get from you can only be obtained if they have you under total control. Subconsciously, they're aware of this and they start the process in the love bombing stage and they harvest the goods, so to speak, sometimes in that stage and mostly in the devaluation and discard stage. However, 
The narcissist needing something, and this is a big no, no, no to, to that reaching their conscious level. Them needing something from you puts you in a superior position. And that goes against, flies against all the boulders and foundations of the narcissistic mask and the defense mechanism. They're not the ones that need anything. They're not the ones that should be subservient to anyone else. They are omnipotent, godlike, and they, that would also mean that they don't need anybody else. But in fact, they are the most codependent personality type that you'll ever come across because without other people, they don't exist. So how do they get you under the control that they need so that they don't have to face the fact that they need you? Well, there are a few things, but I'll get to the main thing in a minute. The one thing is that they don't attach, attach emotionally to anybody. But that in itself isn't enough because what they need to do is attach you to them to have control over you. And we've like from so many posts and videos, we know that the narcissist goes through a cycle of love bombing and devaluation and that they hook us in, you know, with with a lot of different techniques. So basically, I am telling you now that the secret to this is to understanding how the narcissist actually hooks you in and how the narcissist can't actually bring that cognitively to the surface or their conscious level that they need you and that they're doing this to you but this is actually what's going on they raise your dopamine levels shooting to out of all proportion in the love bomb stage and with the future faking and your belief in them and the love bombing and the future faking and your spiking dopamine levels are literally off the Richter scale. A highly addictive phase with the narcissist. So given that they can get you to this ecstasy in part, and not all narcissists will bring you to this level, some do it in a different way, but what they do do, all of them, is raise your dopamine levels. How then do they use that to control you? going forward, where they're extracting supply from you, where they put that fuel pipe into you to suck all your supply out and leave you in a discombobulated heap or feed off you regularly over a long-term relationship. They focus subconsciously again. Some of the very rare ones know exactly what they're doing they focus on you and isolating you from any other form of dopamine rising agency. In other words, when you feel good about your accomplishments, when you feel good about yourself, when you're making progress and you're achieving things, when you have good interactions with other people, all the things, even exercise, all the things that make you you, that make you feel proud to be yourself will raise your dopamine levels. 
So if the narcissist can isolate you from friends and family in, in as much as possible or do a smear campaign against you, you're not going to be getting that validation from your otherwise or previous to this support circle. And in a long term relationship, if your family and friends are looking at you oddly and the narcissist has done the dirty on you behind your back, which is, of course, what they do, you're not getting the dopamine from anywhere else other than when the narcissist opens his little plastic bag or her little plastic bag and says, come over here now and I'm going to give you a shot of dopamine. That's the only place that you can get your dopamine from when the narcissist isolates you from yourself. So they will concentrate on knocking your interests, criticizing you so you don't feel good about yourself, taking any form of outside validation away from you, knocking your progress or sabotaging your progress, standing in the way of you making progress. They can isolate you in different ways, like by ruining your finances so you can't fulfill plans that you might have had previously. Even to the extent of you having an addiction, like maybe gambling or, could I say, maybe exercise addiction or an overeating addiction, if you actually go into that particular addiction without it having anything to do with the narcissist and the narcissist knows you're getting relief from that particular addiction without it having been offered by the narcissist. So for instance, if your addiction to get some relief from anxiety, etc, etc, is and, and to get a dopamine hit is drinking. If the narcissist is drinking with you, then you're going to associate your dopamine with drinking with the narcissist. But if you're drinking on your own and you're getting some escape and relief and some dopamine high and it's not coming or of the narcissist, that is a threat to the narcissist's control. So guys, without laboring this point, I hope it's getting across to you that the exchange for your narcissistic supply is the narcissist controlling and doling out and being the total giver and supplier of your dopamine levels. And that is the crux of this podcast. So if you're still in a relationship with a narcissist, the way to escape or to give yourself the ability to escape is simply to raise your dopamine levels in whatever way you can. And that includes time away from the narcissist as much as possible. Regaining your own self-agency in maybe even getting a job, going on a course, doing something that provides you with motivation for a future, for yourself, something you see you can succeed in, even if it's painting, artistry, developing something within you, even if it's just going out for a walk on your own. These baby steps where you take control of supplying your own validation and dopamine makes you able 
to see more clearly, to stand up to the narcissist, to escape their total dominion of you and to lessen your addiction, which is an illusion to them as being your dopamine supplier. If the narcissist has discarded you, that's basically getting you to go cold turkey and they know how much that hurts. They're very aware of that. What they don't want you to be aware of is precisely the information in this video. They're the ones that have the dependency on you and the narcissistic supply or basically life-giving fuel that you pump out to the narcissist. They want you left in a state where you haven't a clue as to why you feel so bad when the relationship has ended, why you crave them, knowing that they've abused you. If you, out of the relationship, understand this principle and understand for you, it's crucial to understand what happened, that the exchange for your dopamine in the relationship was their isolation of you from all other avenues of dopamine supply to yourself and the illusion that it's the narcissist that is your pleasure, your love, your, your having only person you have to be with and without them you can't survive. Your addiction, as they say in these communities, to the narcissist is not an addiction to the narcissist, but it appears to be that. It's literally the need for you to resupply your own dopamine to yourself and not exchange your self-agency for, for the narcissist's narcissistic supply. So the deal they basically do with you is, hey, this is a transaction, guys. Hey, you give me all of you. Your what, what, what for the narcissist is a drug, their narcissistic supply. You give me the ability to live. And I will then take away all your identity, personality, self-agency. And in return, I will con you into thinking that I'm the source of all that and give it back to you. But I'll dole it out so that in giving it back to you, I can also control you. And... They con you into thinking that they're doing you a favour by loving you, having taken you away from yourself. I hope you follow that. So, when you leave or the narcissist has ended this toxic exchange, drug exchange, I suppose, although we don't know that that's what it was at the time we do now, it's crucial and essential and a winning stance to take yourself back from the narcissist. Stop believing in them. Stop believing the con. They conned you out of yourself. The beautiful things you saw or felt the narcissist provided for you was just the narcissist giving you yourself back. That's the con. So the solution is 
to do anything possible to raise your dopamine levels, to get your dopamine factory working again by doing things for yourself. Guys, we're going to do another, I have a healing course coming out. We can put a lot of pointers on how to raise dopamine in that healing course. But I'm quite sure in the meantime, you can look up ways on how to raise dopamine levels. And even if you go for this, it is the cure. I promise you it's the cure besides getting the knowledge of what you were dealing with. If you go along for this and do this, it's work. And that's what they call and they classify, you have to work on yourself. And you kind of go, what do they mean? Work on myself. You know, is it me repeating things to myself? Is it, what is it? This is one of the major, I'd say the, the central part of working on yourself is reowning yourself. You never lost yourself. You were always still there. Your brain just played a trick on you because the narcissist took control of it. Take the control back by raising your dopamine levels, by validating yourself, by making progress in your life, by doing something new, by re-engaging with friends and family, by exercising and eating well. Having been through this trauma with a narcissist, I can tell you wholeheartedly that this is the way to heal yourself. It may not be, you know, the magic pill that we would like to hear to get us out of this dif difficult and challenging level of distress and pain we're in post the relationship with the narcissist and even when we're in a relationship with a narcissist. But this is the key to your freedom. Take it. Bye for now and I'll see you again shortly. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.